Support comes from Mosby Building Arts, a design-build company committed to remodeling the right way. Visit callmosby.com to get project inspiration for any room of your house. From the St. Louis Public Radio Newsroom, this is The Gateway. It's Tuesday, September 3rd. Hope you had a great Labor Day weekend. I'm Wayne Pratt. Ahead, most people think of chickens as food, but St. Louis resident Erica Camp sees them as loving companions. They are the thing that keeps me calm. If I'm having a bad day or I'm upset or things are just not going right and I'm just frustrated, I, I need to get outside and to be able to spend some time with my chickens. She's been saving chickens from commercial farms for the past year and helping residents in Missouri adopt them. St. Louis Public Radio's Eli Chen will have more in just a bit. First, the news. Some parts of Missouri's abortion law remain intact even though a federal judge has put the eight-week ban on hold. That means Missouri's only abortion clinic cannot perform the procedure because of race, sex, or a Down syndrome diagnosis. Here's St. Louis Public Radio's Sarah Phantom. Planned Parenthood Reproductive Health Services in St. Louis is the only clinic providing abortions in Missouri. Clinic officials say physicians won't ask if patients are seeking abortions for the prohibited reasons or perform tests to determine why. Dr. Colleen McNicholas is chief medical officer of Planned Parenthood of the St. Louis region and southwest Missouri. If they want to talk about it, they can, um, but we certainly won't force them to do so. If a patient mentions the prohibited reasons during the clinic's pre-abortion counseling, physicians will have to send them to another state to get the procedure. Planned Parenthood and the ACLU have sued the state over the law, which was passed by the Republican-led legislature in May. I'm Sarah Fentum, St. Louis Public Radio. The St. Louis School Board will hold a special meeting Thursday to try to find solutions to gun violence that has impacted several of its students. Here's St. Louis Public Radio's Ryan Delaney. Four St. Louis Public Schools students died over the summer or in the early weeks of the school year. A total of 13 kids in the city have died violently this year. Superintendent Kelvin Adams says it's time to move past vigils and marches and into policy. What I'm hopeful of is that we can motivate people who are the decision makers to think differently by giving voice to those kids or their families who don't have voice to say this is the impact, this is the real impact of what happens. The board meeting is set for 6 p.m. Thursday at Vashon High School. I'm Ryan Delaney, St. Louis Public Radio. Today is the official start of the 2020 election campaign in Illinois. It's the first time potential candidates are allowed to circulate petitions that's required to get your name on the ballot and can mean collecting thousands of signatures. Katie Justak is with the Lincoln Series. The group trains Republican women on petitions, fundraising, and many other technical aspects of running for office. We have more than 200 women who have graduated and with the tools and the resources that they have garnered from the Lincoln Series program, gone on to serve in a plethora of positions. Justak acknowledges Democrats have had more success than Republicans in getting women to run for office, and she's hoping to reverse that trend. Candidates in Illinois have 90 days to collect signatures, which are due to the State Board of Elections by December 2nd. Remember to subscribe, rate, and review this podcast wherever you get your podcasts. You can also find me on Twitter, at Wayne Radio. When chickens at commercial egg farms reach about two years of age, their production starts to drop, and typically these spent hens are killed shortly after. 
but St. Louis resident Erica Camp is on a mission to save them and show that spent hens can still be great companions. St. Louis Public Radio's Eli Chen brings us the story behind Camp's organization, Second Hand, and why she's committed to giving spent hens new homes. It's a special day for the kids at the Autism and Behavioral Spectrum School in Baldwin, Missouri, because of two small feathery visitors. We're going to get ready to take the chickens out so you guys can play with them and pet them. And if you want, you can even try and hold them. Erica Camp, a woman with purple-streaked black hair, unzips a stroller to take out a plump white chicken named Joe. The kids crowd around Joe and another chicken named Arya. It is so soft. You feel like that. Oh, over here soft. The school visit is just one of several outreach efforts for Camp's organization, Second Hend. Since last summer, the group has been helping people adopt spent hens like Joe that commercial farms don't want anymore. Camp's mission is to show people that chickens are more than just poultry. She loved playing with chickens when she was a kid. I grew up on a farm. Those were the animals that I connected with. After spending years moving around for her military career, she and her family settled down in St. Louis, and she tried unsuccessfully to raise baby chicks. They either grew up to be roosters, which aren't allowed in the city, or they died. I had started thinking, well, what if I rescued some chickens? So you, you knew that they were female, and they had gotten past that kind of vulnerable stage where bad things can happen. She found organizations online that save spent hens, but none near St. Louis. So Camp started searching for egg producers in Missouri who would give her chickens. Farmers either ignored or rejected her, so she decided to apply for official nonprofit status. Second Hen became an official organization in March 2018. I don't think everyone in that industry is a bad person. You know, it's I don't like what happens, but it's something that's so much bigger than me, and it's been happening for so long. There's nothing I can do to change that. But if I can instead find a way in to earn their respect and to get them to listen to my ideas, small changes can start to happen. A few months later, a farmer finally agreed to give her her first batch of 40 chickens. And in the years since, she's saved 180 hens. Two of them live in the backyard of Kitchen House Coffee's location in Tower Grove East. Shop owner Paul Whitsett adopted two hens last spring, which he named Cream and Sugar. You see the big floppy combs on their heads? Um, so Erica had warned us about that. I think that comes from having lived the first part of their lives in a very hot, humid environment. Whitsett says Cream and Sugar's combs probably overgrew to help them cool off at their former farm. But he says they look healthier and they're getting along well with their coopmates, Cardamom and Tarragon. You know, I, I don't know if it's true, but I just feel like the two hens that were already here just sensed that these girls had been through a lot. Camp says it's rewarding to see the chickens adjust to life after the farm. They get to feel sun for the first time. They get to feel grass. They can stretch their wings. They can, you know, sunbathe and, and do all that actual chicken stuff. Being around them has also helped her get through tough moments in her life. I am a disabled veteran, and my, my big three are PTSD, anxiety, and depression. And ever since having my chickens, like, they are the thing that keeps me calm. If I'm having a bad day or I'm upset or things are just not going right and I'm just frustrated, I, I need to get outside and to be able to spend some time with my chickens. By taking care of hens after their time at the farm, Camp hopes people will see that the chickens can help people heal from their troubles too. I'm Eli Chen, St. Louis Public Radio.
Our David Casares edited that report. Shula Newman is the executive editor of St. Louis Public Radio. Music by Ryan McNeely of Adult Fur. I'm Wayne Pratt, and from the St. Louis Public Radio newsroom, this has been The Gateway. Support comes from Missouri Forest Products Association, committed to sustainable and sound conservation of the state's forests, which support more than 41,000 Missouri jobs, resulting in a $10 billion industry. Choosewood.com.